Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. And today we are here with another angel story. This angel story comes to you from a book by Joan Wester Anderson. It is something that Loyola Press published, and they are kindly allowing us to read from a couple stories from each book. This book in particular is called An Angel to Watch Over Me. True Stories of Children's Encounters with Angels. If you'd like to purchase this book, all of the information is in the show notes below. The story begins. It was a Friday, and six-year-old Dale walked home from school alone. Although his family had just moved to their new house near Columbus, Ohio, Dale already knew the route to school. He loved being in first grade being one of the big kids like his older sister. Every morning he waved goodbye to his baby brother who stayed home with mom and looked forward to showing his teacher, Mrs. Sherman, how well he was learning to read and write. Dale was also happy because it was the end of the week and he'd spend a lot of time tomorrow with his dad. Dale's father was an engineer for a company in Columbus, but he was also a pilot in the Air Force Reserve. Every few weeks, Dad packed his suitcase, hugged Mom and the kids, and left to spend a week flying. Pilots have to be ready for anything, he once told Dale, so every now and then we practice. Where do you fly in the plane, Dale asked. Oh, lots of places, Dad explained. But I always come home in a day or two. Dale, remember that in case you start to miss me. The coming weekend wasn't one of Dad's flying times. Dale knew it because this morning they had made plans to go fishing on Saturday. Dale smiled. Weekends with Dad around were the most fun of all. He raced into the kitchen. I'm home, Mom, he called, putting his papers on the counter for her to see. His teacher, Mrs. Sherman, had put silver stars on them. Mom would surely hang them on the refrigerator. Dad hadn't been home yet. But that was okay. He'd be there for dinner tonight, and tomorrow morning, they'd go fishing together. But Dad didn't come home for dinner. Mom got more and more worried, but then she phoned the place where Dad worked. It was closed. No one answered. So where had Dad gone? Dale wondered. And why hadn't he phoned? Finally, it was time for bed. 
and Dale began to cry. I want to see Dad, he told his mother. Don't worry, Dale. I'm sure he's fine. He'll be home soon. Mom tried to comfort him, but she looked scared, and Dale felt the same way. Dad had never gone far like this before without telling anyone. Dale felt like his world was turning upside down. The following morning, however, Dale awakened to see his mother at his bedroom door, a smile on her face. Is dad home? Dale asked, jumping out of bed. No, honey. Mom came down and put her arm around him. Last night, dad got called by the Air Force Reserve. He had to fly to Egypt right away. Do you know where Egypt is? Dale shook his head. It's very, very far, said mom. We'll look it up on a map later. Will he be home today? No, he won't be home for a while. How long? I don't know, but when the Air Force calls the reserve pilots to active duty, they just have to go. Dale frowned. The whole thing sounded strange, but he guessed there was nothing he could do about it. When Dad came home, I'm sure he'd explain. But Dad didn't come home. Days turned into weeks, a month went by, and still no Dad. Dale's mother received several reports from the Air Force, which she shared with the children, but Dale was still getting a funny feeling in his stomach. Hadn't Dad told him that he would be coming home in a day or two? Then why was he gone so long like this? What if those reports were just a trick to keep the family from finding out that Dad was never coming back? Maybe he had left them. Maybe Dale's stomach felt sick now. Maybe Dad had passed away. Dale grew quieter. He ate very little and barely spoke at home. He wouldn't read aloud anymore in school, and he never raised his hand. Dale seemed to be grieving, he heard Miss Sherman tell his mother one day. What's happened to him? I'm not sure exactly, his mother answered. Dale misses his father very much but won't talk to me about it, so he's sad. Dale realized that his mom didn't know that his dad had passed away, and he wasn't going to be the one to tell her. Later, mom brought Dale to the doctor, and Dale heard them talking about something called depression. The doctor sat next to Dale and held his hand. Your dad is just away on a job for the Air Force, he said. You understand that, don't you? Dale wouldn't answer. He was angry at his dad for dying, angry at the others for pretending not to know. But if he talked about it, he would start to cry, and then mom would know about dad and she would start to cry. So he didn't say a word. Dale's father had been gone for more than a month when Dale went to bed one night. He laid in the darkness with that familiar hurt, sick feeling in his stomach. Was he ever going to see his dad again? Maybe if Dale asked God, God would let him go to his dad. Just then, Dale saw something glowing in the corner of his room. He sat straight up in bed as he watched the glow become larger and more radiant. Dale saw something in its center. It was a figure of a woman, but not just any woman. She looked like the pictures in a book he'd read about angels. The lady moved closer to him, somehow bringing the light with her. She sat down on the side of the bed and took hold of his hand. Dale wasn't scared at all. Dale... Listen to me, the lovely lady said. Her voice was like silver, all shiny and shimmery and beautiful. 
Dale, you have been very, very worried about your dad, but you don't need to be afraid. She knew his dad. Where is he? Dale asked. He's in Egypt, flying with the Air Force and helping the people there, just as your mother told you, the lady explained. He had to go away suddenly, and there wasn't time for him to say goodbye to you. Everyone had been telling the truth? His father was safe? Yes, I am watching over your father, Dale, the angel told him. I'll be sure he comes home safely to you when his job is finished. You help your mother while you're waiting for him, all right? Yes, Dale let out a sigh of joy, of peace so profound that he could hardly believe it. The sick, miserable feeling had gone from his stomach. He felt light and bouncy and incredibly happy. The bright figure had faded. Dale reached out for her. Don't go, he said. But then the room was dark and it was all over. Dale's mother was relieved the next morning when her son leapt down the stairs and ate three bowls of cereal before running off to school. Dale seems to be fine now, she told Miss Sherman when she phoned later that day. Miss Sherman agreed. He read a whole story to the class today. I wonder what made him change. I don't know, but I'm going to give God a very big thanks for making my little boy happy and well again. Just a few weeks later, Dale's father came home just as the angel had promised. Friends, it's here and I am so incredibly excited. From January 22nd, 2021, for a full year until January 21st of the next year, 2022, We are running the Women's Circle Mastermind. This is my inner circle and your inner circle for 2021. No matter where you're at in your life, this year-long course helps you to better understand your soul's purpose and create an extensive plan to fulfill it. Friends, you have goals. Even if you cannot see them, your purpose is very, very real. Together, we'll work through resistance from your egoic mind. Together, we'll peel back your layers until you see the vision God has for your life. Friends, this is a small group of like-minded women committed to going deeper within themselves for one full year. Friends, 2021 is the year of you, your healing work, your growth, your future. I am so excited for you to dive in. If you want more information or to apply to be part of this very small circle of women, visit the show notes below for that application and for all of the details. This story segues into another. It begins, the loss of a child, no matter what age, is perhaps the most severe pain one can suffer. For in the natural order of things, children are not supposed to go to heaven before their parents do. Eileen was in the throes of grief. Her adult daughter, Katie, was dying of cancer, and Eileen was brokenhearted. Her time to say goodbye was growing shorter, and her own sorrow was making it impossible for her to be a help to Katie. If only she knew some special prayer or a way to make her daughter's suffering diminish. She would do anything for Kate. But what did Kate need? Kate had an eight-year-old son, Johnny, and her illness had been hard on him as well. 
Now that Kate was home receiving hospice care, visitors and friends were able to spend some time, extra time, with Johnny. One day, a family member gave Johnny an old Instamatic camera. Johnny was delighted. He had never taken any photographs, Eileen said, but he was a fast study and he felt he could venture outside on his own to shoot the perfect picture. Johnny was too excited to wait until family members came out into the yard to pose for him. Instead, he ran around clicking at a tree here, a plant there, a bush, shooting whatever struck his fancy. At one point, he focused on the garden his mother had planted and tended to during the 12 years of her marriage. The last photo was of their side yard, near the neighbor's house. As Johnny took each photo, he set it aside. Grandma, I'm finished, he came calling to Eileen. Come and see. Eileen was still in the house, sitting at Katie's bedside, but she came into the kitchen to watch as Johnny's little stack of photos lightened and developed. And as the images emerged, she could hardly believe what she was seeing. There were pictures of angels, Eileen said. They were in every shot, at least 10 photos superimposed on the original scenes. Johnny saw them too right away. I didn't even have to point them out. Could they simply have been shadows or scratches on the camera lens? How is that logical when every photo was different? One angel held a trumpet high, as is often seen in Christmas paintings, as if the angel were coming to announce Kate's return to the Lord. Another angel seemed to be posted at the front of the house, guarding it from all danger. There were angels in Kate's garden and others surrounding the side yard, a silent and serene barrier between that house and all the others. Mommy, look! Johnny was so surprised and joyful that he ran to Kate's bedside and gave her the photos for her to see. Kate looked at each photo and then began to cry, which distressed Eileen. Had the images frightened Kate? No. I feel as if the angels are here waiting to take me to heaven, Kate told her mother. On her face was a mixture of sadness and peace as she gathered Johnny close to her. Tears filled Eileen's eyes. She had wanted something special for her daughter, and God had heard her unspoken plea. Throughout these difficult coming days, Kate would keep the angel presence stored in her heart. Kate passed away soon afterwards, but Johnny continues to keep the photos safe and cherishes them, not only as a little miracle, but as a sign his mother is always still near. The distance from earth to heaven is only a heartbeat away, Eileen says. There are angels among us. We know we will see our daughter again. Friends, these are just a couple of the stories from An Angel to Watch Over Me by Joan Wester Anderson. You can get this book online on Amazon, but I just wanted to say that doing this work has been such a blessing to get to read all of the angel stories that you you know, pour in in emails or on social media. And when you hear of an angel presence, right? And an angel sighting or angels being near once or twice, it's one thing. But when you hear about it over and over and over again, and I love it, we're getting so many, maybe a dozen a week angel stories coming through, you know, 
you know that there's something more. You know there's another side. Friends, I want you to know and go into your heart right now just feeling the presence of your angels, your guardian angel, your archangels. Feel the presence of thousands of angels surrounding you. Feel what it's like for each one of them to want nothing but the best for you individually. Friends, God can help you so much more here on your path if you let God know what it is that you need. That little boy in the first story, he didn't know how to ask God for help confirming that his dad was still alive, but God knew that. And that mom whose daughter was passing needed a sign. She needed some confirmation. She needed to help her daughter cross over to the other side. Wherever it is that you are in life right now, don't judge it, but just simply ask God to be there for you. Ask God for the validation that you need. Ask God for the sign that you need. Ask God for the help that you need. Whatever it is, just take a moment right now and say a little simple prayer to God for yourself. Sending you all my love, friends. Open up your hearts to all of the unexpected blessings that are coming your way right now. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light 
airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side 
that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute.
Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God, please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. 
it is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.